Welcome to the show with the family with Hackmaster, Ralph W. Basham, M.D. Turtle Dove. And Andy Rapper. Turtle Dove on the on the birthday card, baby. <laughs> uh, Happy birthday. Yep. Thank birthday you. Today. Corona birthday. <laughs> Woo, woot. Indeed. Although I have to ask you a sheltered in place uh, question. Yeah. Okay, so mom and I for an hour sheltered in place in Florida. We're going to get home as soon as we possibly can. But have you ever had a uh, uh, birthday, Catherine, where the temperature was 90 and sunny? No. Well, not in Minnesota. Well, not anywhere. If I was on vacation, yes. <laughs> I was someplace else. <clears throat> it is 90 and humid here. Fun. Oh, it's very, summer's very there. summery. It is. Oh, yeah. It warmed it is up already quite true. a bit here, too. Yesterday, I think, it, uh, did it? winter broke. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's 55 today, right? Mm-hmm. I know, but the problem with Minnesota is it fools you all the time. Uh, at this it's point, like, yeah, it's I spring. Don't know. Wait, it's a snowstorm. Well, Zep said it was snowing in Montana pretty hard. Really? Montana's gotten snow. Mm. All right, we'll take a break. Be back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For, <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Goodbye to you, my trusted friend. We've known each other since we were nine or ten. What is that song you're playing? <laughs> God. I don't know. It's called Seasons in the Sun. It's a song. Andy has a know. Pandora station called yeah. Depressing. <laughs> it's depressing music just for you. Just for you, depressing as hell music, ladies and gentlemen. Oy, oy, oy. Let me know when Kristen's ready uh, to join us. Oh, man. Kristen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Marvelous, everything going well. Your your governor's doing a good job. When talking about it on the air, Governor Gavin Newsom is doing a good job, and and of course uh, Governor Cuomo in New York. We got Governor Walls in Minnesota. The president's doing a great job. I think they're all doing a great job. Of course, everybody would argue with that that everybody else sucks but me. 
I think we've been doing people, a decent job in Los Angeles, or I should say in California, of yeah, distancing. Yeah. Um, I feel like we have, because L.A. especially is spread out in comparison to New York or San Francisco, We I don't think we will see the numbers that New York and San Francisco will see. We'll find right. out. But um, we don't like to use public transportation, and I have a feeling New York City, the subway, was a big culprit. Oh, yeah, in for spreading sure. coronavirus. Because you're on top of each other when you live there. And everybody takes right. it. It doesn't matter how much you earn. You can earn a little. You can earn a lot. Everyone takes the subway. That's the fastest way to get around, for sure. That's right. Yeah. You know, it's so amazing. When we lived in New York, though, I hardly ever... Matter of fact, I don't think... I think I took the subway twice the whole time I lived there. I preferred to walk. Kidding? Yes. Yeah. But yeah. If, it, if the weather's crappy, you got to take the subway. But when you were, when you were there, Tom... That was a rough place. <laughs> that subway well, was yeah, much rougher. True. I mean, it's you know that was uh, that was pre Giuliani, and a lot of those things got so much better uh, with his with his uh, governance. Yeah, yeah. I, did. I, lived, That's I lived under one year of David Dinkins, and then into uh, the Giuliani administration, and it was honestly it was amazing to watch how much the city got cleaned up in that time period. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean the the light, uh, the quality of life aspects of the city just improved dramatically. I mean, you didn't have, you know, uh, what was it? Broadway had all all sorts of adult entertainment things, and those were sort of oh, moved yeah, out of there. I mean, they were just it was just moved on, and you, you know, so that it wasn't around. Those there was elements like that that were there that were just sort of moved around or put places that I mean, weren't as much of an issue. They weren't in your face so much. Mm-hmm. Absolutely true. No, that is absolutely true. Yeah, Times Square used to be a disaster back oh, back in the day. <laughs> We'd walk down Times Square. You'd want to take a shower afterwards. It was not yeah. a yeah. good place. And then Disney came that in and yeah. bought a theater, and that helped change things. And Giuliani shut down all of the, the sex shops and everything else. The peep shows, they used to call them the peep shows. and so Peep uh, shows, that, yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, it, it, but then it also changed the entire neighborhood behind it, Hell's Kitchen, where no one wanted to live, and then all of a sudden everyone wanted to live there. No, that's very, very true. Everybody needs to block their calendars tomorrow. April 1st? When uh, the view is on. Because Kim Kardashian is going to be talking about her social distancing management. Oh, good. And her, like, 45,000 square foot mansion. Yeah, really. Social distancing every day. (laughs) Yeah, you pretty much are, aren't you? I mean, why would they do something like this right now? Because those shows are insane. There's not one clear-thinking person on any of those shows. Yeah, it's like when CNN had Sean Penn on talking talking about what we should all do during... Uh, it's like, mm. it's Sean Flippin' Pen. What are you doing? He likes to beat up paparazzi photographers. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he like four feet tall? You know, he's taller than me, so I'm 5'3". But I don't I don't find him extraordinarily short. Um, he's probably about 5'8". Probably oh, really? Yeah. I thought I he was like 5'3", 5'4", something like I don't that. Think, no, no, no. Yeah, but he's, he's not like he's wiry. Or short. He's wiry, right? Yeah, he looks like one of those wiry guys. <laughs> he's a wiry. He's yeah. wiry, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. 
A little bit of bad news. Now, look, what I'm trying to do here is offer an example to news delivery services everywhere that just because someone doesn't agree with you politically, you don't have to run them into the ground and hope they die. You know what I mean? What's the fun in that? There's a lot of of that going on right now, which I just find extremely disgusting. But we've already talked about the good job that New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is doing. Well, he's emerged as a a prominent voice in the managing... uh, of the coronavirus outbreak. Now the disease just hit much closer to home. His younger brother, CNN anchor Chris Cuomo, has tested positive for COVID-19, reports The Hill. The younger Cuomo, 49, tweeted the news Tuesday. CNN reports that he's feeling well enough to continue anchoring his 9 p.m. ET show. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, they be can fine. do it from the house, can't they? I doubt it. You what? I what was it? What was that, Kristen? I just said he take should rest. rest. Exactly. Like, <laughs> you know, just take a couple weeks off, rest. It's, and I'm sure, like, I have a feeling from a journalist point of view, he's just feeling like this is one of the more important stories of our time, and mm. you don't want to miss it. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, you, if you don't rest, why, it could linger and you wind up in the hospital. So why not just, like, get it over with? You've already been there as, as a part of the story, and the, the two Cuomo's sparring on air has been really fun TV, honestly. Yeah, that is true. It has been really, really good. Look, I, I, I agree with nothing that Chris Cuomo has to say politically, but I certainly hope he, uh, he uh, stays well enough. Just because you have it doesn't mean you're sick from it, so hopefully he will not get sick. But I really wish that people would, would get a sense of humor again, because when Donald Trump calls him Fredo, oh, come, that's funny now, come on. <laughs> He's a younger, dumb brother of the of an Italian family. It's funny. He doesn't really mean that you're that you're afraid of, but it is funny. I love that they're, they are. It reminds me of my husband said it goes. It reminds me of you and your brother. I'm like pretty much. <laughs> yes. If we were on yeah, together, exactly right. we'd be like, "Mom loves you more." No, she loves me more. Like, oh, it'd be great. <laughs> So what are Andrew and, and Chris arguing about? What, what's the problem? Um, you know, sometimes um, it's, um, wait, Chris is the anchor, right? Am I doing this right? Yes. Now that I'm saying yep. that, Chris is the anchor. Yeah, I'm like, let me just make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so he'll be asking a question of Andrew, and then Andrew will answer, like, with a one-word answer. And then, of course, that frustrates Chris, and then they get into right. personal stuff. And it, it's kind of hilarious just watching it all play out. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, that'd be entertaining. I, I see absolutely entertaining. So Chris Cuomo will continue anchoring his E.T. show, albeit from home. Uh, Chris Cuomo is frequently interviewed as governor brother on the show, though not in person as of late. You've always been the meatball of the family, the governor teased him. <laughs> See, he called him a meatball. I love that. That's how it should be Fredo. It should be meatball. That Look, we, we talked about this this morning because I can't remember who was on. It doesn't matter who was on. But I was being nice to him on the air. What? And he said, what, are you mad at me? I said, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you're being nice to me. I said, yeah, what do you mean? He goes, the only time you're ever nice to anybody is the first couple of times you meet them, and then after that, if you meet them, if you're nice to them, it means you don't like them. (laughs) So uh, this is what I'm talking about, calling him Fredo, calling him Meatball. That shows that his brother really loves him. It's an endearment. Yeah, exactly. So everybody stop being so sensitive. Good God, people are sensitive. 
In his tweet, Chris Cuomo said he got tested because he'd been exposed to people in recent days who tested positive themselves. He also had chills, fever, and shortness of breath. I just hope I didn't give it to the kids and Christina. Oh, God, I hope not. Well, then that would make sick. me feel. You know, if you've got fever and chills, you're yeah. You're not just like a carrier. Right. So he should stay home. You're absolutely. Right. If he's coughing, has shortness of breath, chills, fever, you need to stay home. Yeah. You, you can't be coming out in public. Is he doing the show from his home right now? Maybe that's why, because he's just going to do it from home. Yeah, he said he was going to do it from home. But even if you're, I oh, mean, okay. Andy Cohen came down with it, and he said, you know what? I was going to try and, like, muscle my way through it. But he said, you know, I have kids. I have a kid. And I just decided, let me take the two weeks, start to feel better. Mm-hmm. And he went back on the air yesterday. Oh, okay, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, that would make me feel worse than this illness, getting my children and Christina sick. He and his wife has three children. Cuomo will do a show from self-quarantine in his basement. We will. All- you know, I am so sick of all these people following my lead of the last 16 years and working from home. What the hell? Why are you living in the basement? Should- what did you do? <laughs> I should get residuals on all these shows that now they're they're sheltered in place like I have been for 16 years. You know what I realized, by the way, why why they thought it was a good idea for me to do the show from home? Why? Do no. you know? I don't. What did you do? I figured I figured it out much <laughs> later. They could pull do things behind my back if I wasn't there, and I would uh, never know about them. Thank yes. you, scamming bastards. Especially the goofball-looking fat-ass that was leading the show at the time. But anyway, moving forward from oh. that... Uh, that would make me feel worse than the illness. He and his wife have three children, and he is going to do the show from home. We will all beat this by being smart and tough and united, he wrote. So all the best to Chris Cuomo. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I don't agree with one thing that Chris Cuomo says, but it doesn't mean I don't like him as a person. I don't know him, but he's a human being. He's a nice Italian kid, 49 years old. What's wrong with that? Calm down. Stop no, ripping each other. There's no place for uh, you know wishing people ill ill will or death or you know yep. any of that that, that there's, there's no place for that please no this is well we want i want to think we're in a civilized society and there's just no place for that sort of thing so you think i if i sent him a uh, message that said get well fredo that he'd get mad at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably why would why would you get mad it's funny if tony calls you fredo it's you're the younger, dumber brother. Your brother's the, or, the governor, for God's sake. Or, Come on. Or you could veil it, Tom. You could veil it, just say, uh, say, Fredo, get out of the boat. Get out of the boat. Yeah, just get out of the boat, man. That's <laughs> all we need, that's that's right. all we need to know from you. Do, uh, and, and, I don't know. And, the, and really, the, the uh, barometer of the bellwether for this, uh, bell tower, bellwether, uh, is uh, Tom Hanks. Are they? Is he a virus-free now? Yeah, but he said he was feeling better. He went home. Um, they are still social distancing, so they're not like out and about as they, sh- you know, should be inside. But um, they are back in Los Angeles. Here you go. Isn't it kind of amazing how many celebrities are getting the coronavirus well, there is that. when they're on their private jets on their private yeah. islands? How is this happening? That's a good question. I mean, mm. they were, <laughs> but I bet they didn't. I bet they traveled commercial. They were originally in Australia because. Tom Hanks was filming the Elvis Presley, Baz Luhrmann film. 
So oh, okay. I have a feeling if they flew commercial, even if it was first class, you can still get it, right? <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. hang out and coach the coronavirus. So. No, no. You know, the, well, it, it might. They're pretty much showing now is that, uh, you know, 99% of it is transmitted by not washing your hands and touching your nose and face. That's it. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's if you're traveling a lot, you have to be really careful of that. Because if you're on, say, a 15-hour flight, it's really easy to touch a contaminated airplane seat, which is disgusting because they oh, never yeah. clean them. Yep. And then you touch your face and you're done. Yep. There you go. You're, you're, you got that it. That is true. You know yeah, that's a, that's a that's a real important part of that. Is that, and, and we shouldn't be touching our face anyhow when you're on an airplane, even without this threat, because all the yeah. other stuff that you get colds, influenza, mm-hmm. all other stuff is there, and that's a large part of it. So it's, it's just best to uh, you know don't touch your face, don't do that. I've been I've bringing been in those. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was okay. saying, I've been wearing a medical mask for over two years, and it's not because I'm worried about other people, but I touch my face a lot when I fly. Yeah. And my colds have been reduced, I would say, probably by 90%. It's amazing. Yeah. I always got a cold every time I flew, and I started wiping down the seat and mm-hmm. the tray and anything you would touch, even the little tiny window dealy, you know, that you raise and lower the shade. Like everything you would touch, the lights. And I I don't get colds anymore flying. I've been doing that for, I don't even know, 10 years. And people would look at me like I'm, you know, some sort of OCD germaphobe. But I'm like, I... But then after I say, I used to get colds every time I flew, and now I don't, they're like, can I have one of those? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Yep. There I, yeah, you go. Down the seat belt, all of those like little things, they Absolutely. make a huge difference. I totally agree with yeah. you. I mean, I've seen people with their shoes off on the plane, you know, tucking up their feet into the into the seat. I've seen people picking their nose, coughing, sneezing. They don't cover their mouths. I'm I'm wiping down everything. I've seen That's people it. with their shoes off and socks on get get up, go into that bathroom and use the oh. bathroom. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're doing a long-haul flight, you usually take off your shoes at some point, but if you're going to go to the bathroom or walk the aisles, you put them back put on, right? On. And leave your socks on, people. <laughs> Do not give up your stinky bare feet. I know. So gross. And I sometimes, like, plan. I have a couple pairs of boots, that, like, Uggs, I don't usually wear socks with. However, I will bring socks and put them in my backpack so that on a long-haul flight... I put socks on yeah. my feet so I can take my Uggs off. And I'm like, I, I don't even want to look at my own gross feet on an eight-hour no. flight. No. Absolutely. I totally agree. I mean, I, I just think that that's common sense. No, I agree with that completely. I just went over and grabbed somebody we know, a birthday cake and some flowers. Oh. And- Catherine what a lucky Brown. dog, Jude. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Jude's so lucky. Thank um, you, Kristen. It's a birthday for Catherine. It's her birthday today. I know. Oy, oy, oy. Oh, you're so young. Quarantined. Quarantined, Quarantined in the prime of my life. <laughs> you know what's so funny about that? birthday in quarantine, too, and he's like, this is the most depressing birthday ever. I was like, I'm sorry. We'll celebrate yeah. we're all out. Well, I did uh, make it to the liquor store so I could make myself a drink tonight. <laughs> By the way, did you notice there, honey? One tip off for my lovely wife that I adore on on her birthday. We now have four bottles of Quantro. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Where is it? You know that little rack in the corner, just 
if you're sitting in my chair at the at the dining room table, yeah, just to the right of me, there's a little rack. Has two bottles of Cointreau, one small and one big. I thought I threw that all away. <laughs> it's got four bottles of Cointreau oh. now. She's covered for her. What do you make? What, what, what do you make with I that? Make a, cos- a mean cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Yeah. She'll be having one tonight for her birthday. Mm-hmm. With Cointreau, right. it's birthday cosmopolitan. What's that? <laughs> yes. Yes. Very, very, very true. I'm sorry. I've tried. I've tried so many other martinis, and it's just my favorite. I can't. I can't switch. I like them. That's okay. That's, That's all there is to should, it. You should mm-hmm. like what you like. We're in quarantine. Drink what you want. Eat what you want. <laughs> exactly. There are no rules. Andrew, that's no. true. Are well, we... there's a lot of rules, but... <laughs> there aren't any rules for you. You don't have any rules. Well, staying in your house, I guess. You can do what you want in your mm-hmm. house. I suppose that's true. Andy, are we out here at 33? Yep. I thought so. We'll be right back, and Kristen Burt, I blame you for something that I've been watching. It's <laughs> your fault. Oh, I can't and wait. We'll you, I hope it's been good. <laughs> we'll tell you what it is right after this with the family. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Oh, my God, Andy. (laughs) Oh, my God. How about the new channel? It's called Everything My Dad Hates. (laughs) Well, that's the easiest channel to find. (laughs) It is. All right, Kristen, the fact that you are a Los Angeles-based entertainment reporter, I blame Tiger King on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, that show. As as Lindsay and I do as well. Uh, Who's getting a mullet now after this? Who's getting a getting a blonde mullet. The first two episodes, my mouth was just hanging open. I just, what is, who 
these people? Like, how what are is these going on? How is how this? Is this real? <laughs> exactly. Oh. I'm like, is this made up? I don't even get it. And, and you know, My spoiler fav- alert: Carol said her, her ex husband's the Tigers, right? <laughs> uh, oh, 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 oh! Down in uh, Florida, there was a news station that. Uh, said that they're reopening that case, yep. by the way, because of Tiger King. Yep. I think that's great. Give us, I mean, yeah. come on, that's a whole other docu series right there. Yeah. <sighs> Do you believe these people? All right. Well, there are two men and two women that I'm talking to, so that's 50 50 is enough. But when Joe Exotic <laughs> stands up at Travis's funeral and says, in front of Travis's mother, mother says, "I got to tell you one thing. I used to love it with his balls slapping against my face at his funeral." Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Well, what? There's no. Yeah, you can have all the tigers in the world, but you can't have. You know, class doesn't go with it. No. I mean, are true. these people the most vile human beings ever? 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 Screwing each other it's out of amazing. every five dollars that they can, they're polygamists. They're <laughs> just the worst of humanity. Oh, by the way, I I, I got to tell Andy and Ralph and Kristen, my my I changed my name. My name is now Thomas Maldonado. Okay, <laughs> because the guy changed his last name like every episode. <laughs> he was uh, Joe Schriebel-Schrabel, or whatever yeah. his real name was. Schriebel-Schrabel. Schreibel. Oh, something. It was something. What it was it, Andy? like a Weevil-Wobble. Schreibvogel. Yeah. Weevil. Schreibvogel? I, yes, I think so. There's something like Schreibvogel, but then he became... Uh, um, what was the other well, name? Well, he must he have taken one of his three husbands' names, Maldonado maybe. Passage. Oh, he took Passage. Yes, Passage, Maldonado, and then he had another one, too, along with Schwebel's Robble. But um, i, I got to be honest with you. There's a guy, first of all, he had one gun that he took with him everywhere and shot it at people as a joke, hmm. which I thought was rather interesting. <laughs> but um, I, I literally have zero faith in humanity now because of Tiger King. <sighs> It is the strangest show. Have you watched it, Andy? I have not, but I, it's oh, all anyone's talking out. about. <laughs> I know. But here's the thing. like We all get stuck in quarantine, essentially, and then Netflix is like, yep. oh, we've got <laughs> something for you. <laughs> yeah, we, got, we have a little something for you. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> all right, Here's kids. your wonderful so Here's Tiger King. <laughs> You know, the one thing that I would like to see around that farm, or that zoo, I guess it was a zoo. Which one? I would like to, yeah, exactly. I would like to be, hold the concession of alcohol and cigarette sales. (laughs) Holy God. Wouldn't you like to be a Costco next to them? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Toilet paper was keeping Costco in business. That was their cigarette. By them buying cigarettes was enough to keep everybody in business long term. I, I did not know this, but and then I I stumbled upon a piece of a piece of news I never knew before. But these people had to be shoulder to shoulder with Jackie Gleason. You know, Jackie Gleason died at seventy-one years old, and up until the last year of his life. 
Jackie Gleason smoked six packs of cigarettes a day. Holy How Lord. did he live that long? Yeah, really. Oh. Yeah, how know. did he? Because he was severely overweight, he drank like a fish, and he smoked like a stack, yeah. and he still lived to be 71. Yeah, he tried to kill himself. Yeah. He really did. 120 cigarettes a day. That... How many is that in an hour of waking That's waking like, hours? Well, let's see if you're awake for you know you're, you're awake for you're awake for sixteen, 16 hours. hours. Yeah. How many yeah, cigarettes probably. a day is that? I that mean, would be seven and a half cigarettes per hour. Yeah, you are, <laughs> and you're pretty much lighting the next one with the last one. Yeah, yeah. Because I th- I think it's like seven to ten minutes to smoke a cigarette. I think for some reason that you sticks think? in my mind. So it's got to be six and or five. Probably no. I guess he could smoke one every seven minutes or eight minutes, maybe. But he's yeah, the one that smoked it right down to like the last little bit too. Right, smoking the probably Paul Malls <laughs> filterless. But I'm not kidding you. Those guys on that show, they could hit those heaters. There was all mm-hmm. every time they talked, there was smoke coming out of their mouth. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I was going to go over there and kill her, but then I kind of chickened out. Wait a second. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, why don't you smoke a little more? You know that. You know what's really funny about that, though, Kristen and, and Ralph and Andy. Andy hasn't watched it. That's why I'm pointing out to Andy. One of the places it started, Andy, was Lion Country Safari at West Palm oh, Beach. Oh, yeah? Well, <laughs> well they, I think they bought or. They did, yeah. Yeah, tigers from them. They bought tigers but from But that, I think. Lion Country Safari Park is a sanctuary, isn't it? I, I don't so. know. Maybe it's not. I, I think it is. I don't know. The I was fact asked that this you can even just buy a tiger is really mind blowing. Let's just start right there. I'm yeah. sure they're not cheap. What they disgusting. say, t- five to ten thousand tigers are in captivity in America, and there's less than four thousand in the wild. Yep. That's insane. That's outrageous. Outrageous. It is not. That shouldn't be that way. You should not be able to own a tiger. I couldn't agree with that more. I don't know why. The poor poor tiger. My God. You know, the ones that they have in, like, Indian stuff, they're constantly being poached. And then people buy a cub and let it, you know, live in their apartment, and then they have to get rid of it when it gets so large that they can't feed it anymore. Right. It's like, what is the – why can't people just leave tigers alone? You know, I'm sure – They get themselves a really large domestic cat. Get like a main coon. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like game, but, you know, no, big. no. This is one that'll eat you. This is different. Yeah, really. <laughs> the, you know, I, I'm shocked. But if you that, die, maybe your cat will eat you yeah. if no one finds your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Dogs are good at that too. They, they. Yeah. Uh, it's some shock that tigers haven't been in the wild in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, because that's true. you know, people turn them loose. You know, mm-hmm. or, you know, getting a hole in one of those cages. Those, those animals are gone. Yeah. So. You know, tons of panthers in the in the Everglades. Are there really? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah, tons of them. I think those are native, though. Yeah, they are. I think they are native, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but there are lots of them. So I, tigers could live. There's no. I mean, it's 90 degrees today. Yeah. It's 90 well, and sunny. What was that book, Life of Pi? Yeah, right. Life of Pi, yeah. The end of that story was that the tiger escaped and nobody could... Nobody ever saw it, but they knew it was around. Yeah, I'm sure it's true, but I just, I literally, honest to God. So, Kristen, do you think that that woman killed her husband? What's her name, Carol? How can you forget Carol Baskin? Carol Baskin. (laughs) That bitch. (laughs) 
you guys, there's no body. Where did the body go? I know. Tiger had it. I know. Inside a tiger. It's such a great theory. Well, you know, we we, we watched all watch Fargo. He's the wood chipper. They had that grinder, yeah. and, that, and anything will go through. Anything will go through you that have an grinder. All natural wood chipper and a tiger. Yeah. Well, they they said on Tiger King that uh, tigers' stomach is so acidic that no matter what they eat, nothing comes out. Right. You can't. You don't wow. have fragments of anything. Not even a bone or hair. No, they poop, but everything's just broken down so much because it's so acidic that you're not going to have bone fragments or whatever. So it's a perfect crime, or it's a perfect way to get rid of a body. Yeah, a perfect. Well, you feed them to pigs. You feed bodies to pigs, and pigs will eat them right up. That's that's not a problem at all. So, yeah, I think that grinder Mm -hmm. grinder should have been checked. Too late now, though. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Too late now. Exactly. Yeah, it's been a long time now. I, I, I don't know. They, uh, Doug Sprinthal was the first person I heard talk to to, uh, to me about it. And then that night, Alex, our daughter, brought it up and said, have you seen Tiger King? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Doug brought that up today. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but I guess the audience for that thing, Kristen, is huge. Huge. It's been number one for almost two weeks now on Netflix. Oh, and God. it has it's become such water cooler talk. I mean, it, you open any social media app and there's memes about it. People are talking about it. People are starting it and they're like, wait, is this real? So they're a little bit behind the curve on all of this. It's incredible mm-hmm. to watch. Well, is it real? You do have to wonder. Yeah. It, it is, actually. Well, I mean, there's plenty of documentation that um, these people have been around. There's just photos with... Some of them have performed with Britney Spears back when she did Slay for You with the snake around her neck. Like, oh, yeah. They, yep. They've been in and around Hollywood. Like, because when they need a tiger, they're like, oh, let's call that, you know, Tiger Sanctuary in Florida. They fly yeah, in. Yeah, I guess. They've been in and around, and they've all been kind of, like, waiting for the right moment to hit the spotlight. Well, welcome. Thanks to uh, coronavirus. Do you, do you think they're getting any money out of this? Or is it just uh, the the guy the... The guy with the cowboy hat, that uh, smoker, the guy oh, that's the producer, the, the producer, the is he producer, getting the, yeah. the money? Because he owned it, he owns all the internet stuff. He's, according to him, you know, it's a good question. Um, they probably got a small salary to do the docu series, similar to the way like Real Housewives. Like the first couple of years they did it on Bravo, they made about two thousand dollars an episode. So it's probably something similar to that. However, mm. um, if their fame lasts beyond 15 minutes and beyond our quarantine and Hollywood gets started up again, you know that, like, Ellen will have them on their, her show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that they'll be in and around. Because it just happened recently with the docuseries Cheer that's on Netflix. All those cheerleaders wound up everywhere. One of the cheerleaders wound up on the red carpet at the Oscars for Ellen. So there is a possibility to capitalize on all of this. However, they're in, like, the worst time ever because Hollywood shut down. Yeah, wish it it was the worst of times. It's the best of times. <laughs> Where'd you get that? Oh, I don't know. I just came to my head. Yeah, just popped in your noggin. I'm sure that's the case. No question about it. No, I just uh, I, I literally I, I think it's off my chest now. But I, Catherine and I watched that thing in three nights. We watched three episodes, two episodes, and two episodes because there are seven total episodes to it. 
and it just got worse and worse. The behavior got worse and worse. And that Jeff Lowe, oh my God, what a jerk. Oh, what a scumbag. Ugh. Extra scummy. He would rent mansions so it looked like he had a lot of money. He cut deals with people, and then he'd screw them out of their money. Wow. Unbelievable. So many of those people wandering in the earth. Yep. Oh, God, yes, there's lots of those people. You know, it's kind of weird. They all kind of look the same. They got that dirtbag look about him, I guess. Well, I and then know. when his pregnant wife is talking about hiring a nanny, he's flashing pictures of all these, like, strippers, strippery looking nannies. He's like, oh, well, I get to choose what they look like. That's you like just want to punch him. Nope. You just want to punch that guy <laughs> exactly. in the face. How does any woman end up with such a creepy, gross guy like that? A lot of creepy, Yuck. gross women. Which I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Catherine, I, I missed that. Which creepy, gross guy in the show are you speaking about? <laughs> Yeah, the which Jeff one? Lowe guy, the guy that ended up with everything. Okay, the Jeff. Was it, oh, I oh thought it was, sorry. If uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't, I thought I thought it was yeah. a polygamist. Oh, whatever. They are all polygamists. No, but the, but the other guy, the Joe other guy Exotic, that, had three husbands at the same time, no, didn't the, he? The, the two, other, two. The, the other, the other guy with the the guy that had the goatee. The other guy, the heavy oh, set guy, that name? guy. Oh, with the leather safari hat thing. Oh, what? Yeah, he was the polygamist. Polygamist. I can't remember his name. Yeah, he, he, they had they had the uh, girl who gross. Gro- gro- got out of the cult, and oh, just what an interesting. Well, that's why I see when you see men or women oh. in that situation of a of this uh, polyamorous kind of a thing, you know, you know, you you wonder well, gee, why you why you what's this? Why are you doing that? What's yeah. the what's what's the secondary gain, or how does that make sense to you? Doesn't make sense you know, to me. Why is your self esteem so low? <laughs> well, there is that. Or maybe yeah. that is it. We got to. Take a break. Be right back. Another segment with Kristen Bird up next with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. And here's another song to annoy Tom, because it's too goofy. You don't like Orleans or Orleans or whatever? Orleans, I think, is another. Yeah, they went with Orleans, I, I believe. I have a question for, for Dr. Basham. I'm here for you. Because you, 
human I, anatomy. Yes. Now, I can talk like this, or I can talk through my mouth or my nose like this. Why is it that people who talk through their noses can't stop talking through their noses? <laughs> if I can talk through my nose, or I can talk like this, why don't they stop doing that? Well, that's because they've been taught to talk like yeah, that. It's all were, just that's why they just learned to talk like, like that. that. They've never been. Because that producer, he talked like that. <laughs> and I own the entire show. I don't know what they're talking about because I own the entire show. Oh. It's right there on the paper. <laughs> it's like, well, stop talking through your nose, man. What the hell's wrong with you? Right? Tom, some people might say you're obsessed with this show. Hmm. <laughs> I'm obsessed with how big a pricks can live. <laughs> Oh my God! Those people are all, every, well. Other the guy who had the, the two fake legs, the guy with the tie line accident. He seemed like a really decent guy. I know, I liked him. And there was one or two other ones, maybe just one other one. These people are just oh God. I blame Sprinthal and Alex. That's who I blame. I would have never watched <laughs> one for those. Their two. fault. It's their fault. There's no question about it. You haven't made any comment about the people who would go to these zoos. Go to these sideshows or these oh, these yeah. roadside shows that, yeah. you know, I I don't know I, I I see those and I go man I don't know but this is not right. Well, I there's a um, a real tiger and wildlife sanctuary in, um, in the middle of Arizona. It's called Out of Africa. Yes, and they do rescue animals and they take. Um, overflow animals from zoos that can't keep them and, and all this stuff and it's all operated on donations and I mean they have got stories about every single animal that comes in there uh, there was a brown bear that was kept in a, a, a dentist's garage in a tiny Wait, little what? cage mm -hmm. yeah and they they somehow got it I don't know if he gave it up or somebody called animal control or something and a lot of these animals are much smaller than they normally would be because they weren't fed properly so they they didn't get to be full size so, so they almost look like they're cubs or something but it's just because of malnutrition and and all this stuff it's it's a, actually a very nice place um they do wonderful work so if, if you've watched tiger king you should probably donate yeah <laughs> five or ten yeah, bucks to some place that actually takes care of these animals that are horribly abused by these other people. Yeah, I would. I would really like to see the paperwork as to really how that works and whether they really are being, or there's a, some show that goes with this because the lady was running you know, the rescue and that was just a scam. No, this is this place is ap absolutely okay. legit. I mean, it's been written up in the papers and there's all kinds of. They really do good work. They really do, and a lot. If they have proceeds beyond whatever they can, they make. Um, it all goes to saving wild. It really is. It's a good. It's a very good place. They do do shows, but they don't do shows like you know. Oh, they they throw stuff in a swimming pool, and the tiger jumps in and gets it. Yeah, tiger splash. You know, like for they're yeah. they're they're playing. They're not like you know, doing weird stuff with them, okay. making them do. You know, they're not in there with uh, cattle prods and all this stuff. Well, well, Tippy Hedren has the same thing. She does the animal rescue. Doesn't she do big cat yeah, rescue she does, too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she does. Well, there's uh, well five to ten thousand in America. I'm guessing there's a lot of cats that need rescuing. Wow. I just don't, I don't understand the whole deal. I don't understand anything about it, and I really didn't appreciate that one scene where the woman gets her arm torn off right there on camera. Ooh. And she was just so like la ti da about it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to. 
<laughs> she was. She yeah. was back at work two days yeah. later. Was, yeah, I go to the hospital. They're like, well, we could re- try to reattach it, which will be a bunch of different things, dif- different different surgeries, or, or we can just cut it off. So I just cut it off. Yeah, just cut it off. I don't need that. <laughs> like, what? I know. I'm gonna and she still work. works around tigers. And she still works around tigers. What? Crazy. It is unbelievable. <laughs> so, Kristen... <laughs> Before we drive people nuts with Tiger King, I yeah, do have to ask you, Do is there any idea when Hollywood might open up again, when the when the business will get back up and running? Because there are a couple of states now that are talking about sheltering in place until June 10th. Man. Right, and you have to realize that Hollywood is no longer just California. We have to make sure that Georgia right. is up and running. Uh, there's a lot of filming in mm-hmm. Vancouver, so you have to worry about Canada. You have to worry about New Mexico, mm-hmm. where Netflix has their new studios. You have um, Louisiana and the Texas area that do a lot of filming. So it's not just as simple as, like, great, California's in the clear, let's go. The other big issue is that a lot of the summer shows, and it's a lot of reality shows that typically debut in the summer, like the Big Brothers, the So You Think You Can Dance, all of them are currently on ice, meaning we don't know if they're going to happen, how casting's going to happen. Um, they have no way to sort of proceed right now because nobody really has an official date. Like everyone's sort of eyeing this whole April 30th date, but are we all naturally mm-hmm. going to be better? Because we didn't shut the country down at the same time. You know, California right, did right. it, New York did it, and then everyone else sort of followed, but there's still areas that are open and functioning. So um, I feel like this is just going to go in waves, and, you know, maybe certain aspects, of production can start up again in California, but I think it's going to be a very slow rollout, and that does include the movie theaters. And I think it's going to be a while before mm-hmm. people feel comfortable to go back into a theater to watch a film. Yeah, well, this... go ahead, Tom. I was going to say very quickly. I talked about it on the morning show. I really hope that we as human beings have learned our lesson with allowing people to do whatever they want to do. You live your truth. You do whatever you want. You want to take a dump in the street? Then go ahead and take a dump in the street. It's got to stop or we're going to to all die. Seriously. And I'm not saying the turds in the street were the cause of this because they weren't. But we can't have people living filthy lives in our streets. We can't have it. Right? I agree. We, and we've you talked know, a lot a about that addict. on the show before coronavirus and, and sort of the health hazards yeah. and all of that. We can't have it. You, you know what? You have to follow the rules just like everybody. There was a guy in, in Minneapolis, or I don't know if it was Minneapolis or St. Paul, uh, beat up his girlfriend, pounded his girlfriend. So the cops came, and the guy uh, decided he didn't want the cops around, so he spit in the cop's face and said, uh, I've got coronavirus. Ew. Weak. That that kind of behavior, well, if you do have coronavirus, you should be charged with attempted murder. What if the cop dies? You killed him, and you did it on purpose. You need to go to prison. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We, we can't have this. Everybody doing whatever. Again, living your truth. I got your truth swinging up. I, I think we're going to get back to the old head bashing days. Yeah, kind of <laughs> seems like it. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody's seen that... Uh, clip on social media about the guy that spit on the oranges and the right. gro- the clerk mm-hmm. just yeah. took him out. Yep. It's like everybody's like, yay! I mean, I, you know, six months ago the fact that somebody would hit somebody over something in a grocery store is inconceivable. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, yeah, you should hit him. He should Do it. get socked in the face. Yes. 
I will tell somebody, you better be very, very careful if their projections come true. Because if 47 million people lose their job, there's going to be violence in our streets like you ain't going to believe. It's not going to be pretty. If 47 million people are out of work, first of all, the world economy will completely crash. Not just ours, not just China's or all the countries in Europe. The entire world economy will collapse if that happens. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's so, the that's the big fear. That would be a huge fear, and then civil unrest. I mean, that's uh, you know that's a, that's a real thing. And you know, you got hey, I, you got something over there. You've always had something over there out there where you live. And you know, yep. maybe I'll come out there and take a look around, see what you got. Maybe I want some of what you have, or maybe I'll come out to the store. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess some of there's sort of passive looting going on now. People just go in with a bag, load up a bag of stuff oh, they want, God. and walk out. Oh. Yep. So and it'll, it'll, the first signs of it, I think, will be looting and then uh, go from there. You know, in L.A., sort of, L.A.'s had a history. They's had, they've had a history of bad riots at least twice now that, uh, you know, that's a, that's a real, so that could, be the, that could be the nidus of the whole thing. It could be. Well, the first one, the, but the first riot was started by the fact that Kristen Burt said she was going to leave Los Angeles and there was a huge riot in the street <laughs> over <it. laughs> Right? Yep. They'll miss me if it happens. Well, they'll miss me if it happens. Yeah, uh, an unemployment rate of 32%, 47 million jobs lost. We, man, oh, this well, is the Great Depression all over again. Yeah, but, well, they're not really lost. They're suspended. I mean, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's it, true. it's a suspension that's of that. So it's, it's a tiny bit different than absolutely shut down. Now, granted, they may be suspended for three months, six months. But, you know, it, it's a, all this is a temporary kind of thing because we ain't going to we're all going to get it sooner or later. The whole thing is to try to delay getting it until there's effective treatment mm-hmm. or until there's immunization of some sort. Immunization is about is going to be about a year out. They're, they're trying some of the, the treatments uh, now with uh, mm-hmm. uh, chloroquine treatments uh, along with the uh, ZPAC treatments. And, you know, if they work, well, then that's going to blunt the response. So, you know, you're not going to have the seriousness of the disease that they feared. So, Right, right, if it works. And they say it works. it's worked so far, right? Well, I, I don't know, because I've checked uh, in California, in New York, as to what kind of re- reports they're getting. And you'd think they would have some you know, some sense of whether this is helping at all. And they should say, yeah, it, mm-hmm. not yet or not. But the FDA has approved it, so they mu- the FDA must have received some information from somebody that seemed to think that it was... Uh, useful in some way. So if you can blunt this, the, how bad it is, I think we're in, we're in much better shape, and that's a good thing to hear. Yeah. But the main thing, wash your hands, don't touch your face. That's the main thing, even if it's really You know how tough wild. that's going to be for me to do? I touch my face constantly. I know. I, I, as I especially when I have allergies, it's kind of hard. It's like you're constantly a little itchy yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah. now that I've been told not to touch my face, I'm aware of how much I actually yeah. touch my face. <laughs> well, I guess exactly. it's a lot. Well, I panic. Yep. I'm like, oh, I touch my face. Well, since, since my office is closed, I, the, my dermatologist has been saying, hey, you've got to use this Effidex on your face. And it's and it's it's a it's a it's a chemotherapy treatment you smear on your skin and then if you have any sun damage to your skin it just eats the bejesus out of it and you look horrific. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Hey, office is closed. I'm not seeing anybody face to face. Let's go." So I've been loading up on this stuff and it's like getting one a, a hardcore like really hardcore chemical peel and as it heals it itches and peels and it is it is so you want to touch your face 
all the time. But the reality is we just shouldn't touch our face. We don't want to get a cold, don't want to get influenza, don't want to get the, the, the COVID. So, Aren't you worried about just the fact that, okay, so you must have like, do you have like scabs on your face? Or yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's just like a peel. Just any, any person that's had a peel or one of the hardcore laser okay. treatments, it's exactly where you get this crusting and little peeling of the skin. It's, it's minor little stuff, oh, but still you, it's there. Yeah. Oh, it just, it just. And you better not touch your face. Yeah. yeah. Well, Yikes. But it's not bloodborne. That's the thing. The COVID, they don't say it's bloodborne. It is. Uh, it, it has to be introduced in the respiratory system. So, I just wish this whole thing would go away, just disappear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just so sad. It's just. I mean, you're just. You know, all these people are dying, and everybody's panicking, and the well, world just seems like it's collapsing. It's like, oh, you can go out and ride your bike. Well, you ride your bike past. You know, it's like, oh, that was open yesterday, and now it's shuttered. Oh, that was open yesterday, and now there's signs all over the window. Oh, that. It's just like, oh, you just. Well, Ugh, it's like a dystopian universe out there. Well, I just I wonder just how things are going to change after the dust settles because, you know, some like Best Buy has seven thousand people working remotely. Well, if everybody can rem- work remotely and if they can prove that they're just as productive, well, <clears throat> why do we have this giant edifice? Why do we have a ten, twenty, thirty thousand square foot office building yep. for these people to work in? So you're going to have this commercial, you know, uh, commercial real estate, you know, for businesses. I think that's going to go away. You know, yep. what's the point of all this? You know, it just it, people are going to in a lot of businesses are going to say that. Well, why do we have this? Why do we have this edifice for people to come and see, meet face to face? Well, that we can do video conferencing. It works just as well. Maybe better. Maybe more efficient. Maybe we can save some money. Uh, that some serious things are going to change. Movies. You know, people. This this may be yep. the the final. Uh, uh, a nail in the coffin for movie theaters. You know, that, God, why go out to a movie? Why take that for risk? For a lot of them, yeah. yeah. It's going to be... I, I think we'll still want the experience and there's something about the yeah. popcorn and, and all of that, but I don't think we need thousands and thousands of them, even within a state. I hate to say that. No, It'll just be probably like a few select ones that you're like, oh, this is a special experience and I'll do it. That's right. The ni- nice thing about that is they'll make people shut up and get the hell off their phones <laughs> if we're down. Seriously. Yeah, that's right. People have ruined going to the movie because they will not shut up. They won't get off their phone. Mm-hmm. Andy, I told the story the other day about those three young women who snuck into the expensive seats at the theater down in Florida and were on their phones the entire movie and wouldn't stop talking. Yep. Yeah. Well, we were just up in Disney World about a month ago, right before all the, the shit hit the fan, and um, we were in the what was that? What was this ride that we were in? And, the, and all these people were on their phones filming the. Oh yeah, that's right. You're not supposed to be doing that either. Yeah, what the hell was that? There's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Oh, it's a be- happens uh, yeah. at the end of every day. It's what a, is that? It's a small world. No. <laughs> Uh, Isn't that the uh, Carousel of Progress? Carousel Carousel of Progress! progress. (laughs) Ding, ding! Andy wins! Andy wins! (laughs) Yeah, they would not stop talking. They wouldn't get off their phones the whole time. People had to, like, shout at them, and a couple of people finally put their phones away, but this one guy would not put his phone away. It's like, you're you're at Disney to to have the experience, not film the whole stupid thing. Right. It just, I don't know. I just don't even, what's going to happen? We're all going to have our cans of Lysol in a holster. 
and we're going to spray around wherever we go. Could and then be. if somebody brings out their phone, we're just going to spray them in the face. That's what's going to happen. All right, Kristen, shelter in place and I calm will. down. Everything will be wonderful. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, Los Angeles-based Hollywood reporter Kristen Burt. And we'll be back. Tim Lammers joins us the second hour with the family.